Hi guys and welcome back to the In Fact Fanatics podcast with your host Jordan Renton. We're back again with episode 22 and we're talking about the SPFL this week. Um, I've got my usuals, I've got Theo. How you doing mate? Yeah, good thanks Jordan. Even better since I saw a Finland top. How yeah, I know. Yeah, uh, well, our guest is uh, our guest is repping that um, today, and we'll, we'll we'll introduce him in a second. Uh, I'm good myself. You, you're back to work, I've heard. So, um, how's that after the holidays, getting back to to normal life again? It's nasty, but you know, lockdown as well. But we move. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> lockdown as well. Um, both Boris and Big Nicholas Sturgeon announced that that we're going into lockdown. Lockdown 2.0 or 3.0, we should say, uh, for some. So yeah, that's 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 always great news. Um, Ronan, you're back again. How you doing, mate? Yeah, not bad. I was looking forward to this pod, but I'm slightly dreading it now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but we're, well, we're going to be delving into your team, really, and and how what what's happening with Celtic because yeah, um, that that result of the weekend it just shows that there's a cha- there, there's a change in the tide now uh, in Scotland. Um, and there's yeah that the, your your old former your not former rivals your rivals are back in with a chance of winning the league. So yeah, how how you just quick thought how how you finding it at the moment? Um, it is hard. Well, I've been spoiled for years, obviously growing up, but I'm sure we'll talk any more. But yeah, times times right now are, are difficult. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, well, we'll delve into that in a second. But yeah, we've got a guest, um, Rangers fan Josh Jones. How you doing, Josh? Good, good to be here. Thanks mm-hmm. for having us. Um, yeah, yeah, no problem, mate. Yeah, it's well, it's obviously good to get a fan on um, from both sides. We feel like obviously it was the derby at the weekend. Um, what's your thoughts on it? Do you think Celtic are out the race now, and do you think Rangers are, are going to go for the league title and win the league title? I mean, I mean, being like in this position and the fact that they've been here for ages. Yeah, like I don't recall it entirely, but uh, yeah, you know, it's it is going to be it's a mountain for Celtic now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Is it 19 points at the moment? Obviously, they've got three Nin- games. 19 with three games in hand. Yeah. But, but at the moment, you never know if Celtic's going to even like get all those nine points out of the three games in hand. Yeah, yeah, that is the case. Um, but I try not get too far ahead of myself. So. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's fine. Yeah, no, well, you've you've got to keep a level head. So you've not won it yet. You've got to wait until um that that well. Obviously, when it's numerically impossible for for Celtic to get back, so um, you don't want to get too uh, too ahead of yourself. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll, we'll dive into um a bit about yourself, Josh. Um, why do you support Rangers then, and and maybe some of your favourite players um of of past seasons? It's it's more just a family thing, like mm-hmm. you know, being born in uh, my dad's a Rangers fan, like pretty much my my full my dad's side's a Rangers fan, um. And you know, I, I've just supported them since like as early as I can remember, mm-hmm. uh, in the streets with my mates and that way. Everyone, everyone in my area, mainly a Rangers fan as well. Mm. Like, so you, are you, were you born in Glasgow itself, or were you born outside? Or uh, no, I was born in a place called Wisho. Um, right, Wisho, yeah, yeah. Twenty odd minutes away from Glasgow, so it's right. like mm-hmm. relatively close. And yeah. where I live in in Lockhall, it's like mm-hmm. a huge Rangers place. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's it's as well that you're obviously been brought up by your dad. It's the same with most of us. Um, um, we're brought up by our well, obviously brought up by our parents, and we support the same teams. So, um, that's that's obviously a perfect example of of just how yeah you've you've been bled into it. Really, you've, you've that kind of scene. I'm pretty sure Lark Hall as well is. Uh, I've been told in the past that because Lark Hall is literally mm-hmm. blue town, and I've yeah. heard I've heard that like. The subway in Lark Hall actually got 
the, the window times it had to change to black, the actual mm. subway sandwich shop, because it was green and there's really? cages yeah. all over the, <laughs> all over the green lights because they kept getting smashed. Right. Oof, that's that's mental. Got to say that. That's I've, yeah, I've that, that's some true dedication. I've even heard talks about uh, Asda getting changed colour, but I think that's a step too far. But... Yeah, I think that's, that's, a, bit, that's a, a bit of a step too far. But yeah, that's that's just... You can see the passion, though. That's the thing. You can see the passion of fans. It's it's the probably the biggest rivalry in, rivalry in Britain. That's um, fair to say that the, the mm-hmm. hatred between the two clubs is... is yeah, just it's just crazy, like how how much they hate each other, um, the fans, um, and yeah, the two clubs are the obviously Rangers have had their their downtimes, obviously, um, going into liquidation, um, and going down the leagues and having to rebuild. Um, how have you found that as a as a fa- as a young fan as well? Um, haven't seen that happen, and and how hard was it to stick with your team to to uh, your club? It's finally, I've I've never obviously thought about changing team, but like. Mm-hmm. Going through that is tough. The toughest season, mm-hmm. um, uh, like when we went down, was mm-hmm. when we had to stay in the championship, mm-hmm. um, for another season. I find that so difficult. But um, obviously, that season where uh, we won our old firm in the cup and mm-hmm. getting that feeling again, you're buzzing, trying to come back into the league. Yeah, off again, coming back into the league, getting smashed five mm-hmm. one mm-hmm. twice. If I recall, in the first. Yeah. Season back up, but um, yeah. when we when we went down, that was tough. Cause like my always memories of winning the league. I'm mm-hmm. I was so young, so what well, I can really remember is playing against like student right away. Yeah, yeah. No, what you want to be. Well, that's the thing. It's like you obviously as a young when you were really young, you would have seen like Rangers in the pomp and 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 going yeah. for league titles with Celtic. Um, mm-hmm. so obviously going to that kind of like standard of football, it would have been a huge change and a huge reality check for yourself as, as a fan. So yeah, and no, um, I can understand. Yeah. Um, but obviously you've come back now, you're back to the Premier League, back to where you kind of belong as a, as a football club. Um, so that must be a, a great feeling for yourself to, to see so many talented players as well come to the club, um, especially in the last year, like Jermaine Defoe, um, Joel Rebo have, have come from like the English English shores as well. So, um, how how have you found bringing in these types of players? How how have they improved you as as a, as a team? Uh, I it's, it's great. Some of the players we've been bringing in the last few seasons, you could see uh, Gerard's mm-hmm. he's building something, and um, and the squad depth's just getting stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. Um, but some of the players are great to watch, and obviously Rangers now mm-hmm. they've got, they've got as much depth as if a player like if Gerard's subbing off a player, you feel like the same quality's coming on now. Mm-hmm. And so that well, we've got to this point in this season where maybe last season would cave in. Mm-hmm. The last few seasons we've caved in after January, but at this point, um, I think we're in a great place. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so not, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, well, that's the thing. You're bringing in so many top players. Do you fear, though, that there could be a time where you're bringing in too many top players at, at high wages that you could fall into the same traps as you did before? Or or are you confident as a, as a Rangers fan that your club will do the due, due diligent thing and, and make sure you're, they're financially stable? No, I'm, I'm pretty confident. I thought we've got, we've got to a great place. And with uh, Gerard mm-hmm. uh, managing the squad, I think, I think uh, every Rangers fan backing him. He's mm-hmm. an excellent manager. Yeah, uh, definitely. But as long as he stays, I'm I'm really happy with how it's going. I think he's built something great. Yeah, 
Yeah, he definitely is. He's definitely building something. Theo, I'll ask yourself, um, how have you found watching Rangers rebuild themselves? And, and do you think that Gerrard is the right man to stay there for another few seasons? Or do you, do you think he's going to move on to maybe a, a bigger club, maybe in the English Premier League, um, or maybe even Liverpool? Obviously, we've heard he obviously he's a, a legend at Liverpool. But do you think maybe that might be too big of a step to, to make? Maybe he should go to a, a Premier League team if he wants to go on and move on on in his career one long question Jordan yeah. Um, yeah I'll start with the first part to that I actually I've actually watched Rangers rebuild themselves I, I used to um have a season ticket at Arbroath mm-hmm. so I watched them in the third division with mm-hmm. John Daly John Daly sorry yeah. mm-hmm. um and then I watched them as they went up the divisions and I can remember watching them um when they were at their pomp with Jelovic and Stephen Davis and, and McGregor and to see them now turn up with, you know, championship level players, it was, mm-hmm. it was, it was really strange because Rangers and Celtic was always the games when the stadium was full and the fact that it wasn't a cup game, it just felt really strange. So it's nice to see Rangers back. It's nice to have some, some competition in the, in the top league. And, and I've been really impressed with what Steven Gerrard's done this season. Mm. Um, I think the past two seasons he's he's fallen short. Um, maybe sometimes through confidence misplaced in some of his players, like Morelos, a bit too too much. Mm-hmm. But if he wins the league this season, which it's looking likely, but as as Josh said, Rangers uh, notoriously slip away after Christmas, mm-hmm. um, especially with the first game back. Yeah. Um, I, I think Gerard is good enough to, to to walk into the Liverpool job if he produces silverware this year. Mm-hmm. I think he's good enough to do that. Frank mm-hmm. Lampard, obviously, you compare him and, say, Mikel Arteta, who walked mm-hmm. into a job. Lampard yeah. had his season at Derby, mm-hmm. um, and Arteta obviously learned under Guardiola. So mm-hmm. I think Lamp- uh, Gerard, for me personally, with three years of experience under his belt, is mm-hmm. ready to make that step. Right. Yeah. No, definitely, as you're saying, that some managers in the Premier League teams, Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, Arteta, Lampard, um, they've kind of gone into a, a big. T- time job obviously Lampard had that stint at Derby um, but they've gone into that big job pretty quickly and Gerard, as you said has had that experience so probably could make the step into Liverpool the only thing is Jurgen Klopp and I'll go to Ronan obviously do you think that um, Jurgen Klopp will stay for a couple of seasons more and then we'll see Gerard at Liverpool or what's your opinion on on Gerard uh, moving on from Rangers uh, yeah Gerard's uh, without question Gerard's come into Rangers Mm-hmm. Although he's not got a trophy yet, yeah, the, he's he's improved Rangers dramatically in mm-hmm. the in the seasons that he's been there. So mm-hmm. I think he'll, I don't think he'll get the job straight after Rangers. I think he needs to take another step before he can get that Liverpool job, whether it's a Premier League club, so yeah. a Liverpool club, or a mm-hmm. just. I still think he needs as much as he's doing well with Rangers. I think he needs to make that step with another English team or another another team in Europe before he takes that Liverpool job, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That, that, that's what I would I would personally say. I think maybe one more step in his career would be a good thing before going into the the pressure of being Liverpool manager. Um, I think maybe going to another team would be better. Well, we'll move on to the though the game that was at the weekend was the derby, um, the Glasgow derby. Um, Josh, I'll, I'll go to yourself first. Obviously, you've won the game 1-0 um, with the McGregor own goal. Do you think you deserve to win? Um, or, or what's your opinion on, on the game itself? Um, to be entirely honest, the first half, like Celtic were miles on top. Mm. And I don't think Rangers were expecting that. 
mm-hmm. um, or any any Rangers fan. I think uh, everyone expecting to come in and dominate this game on the form we're on mm-hmm. and in the form that Celtic's on. But um, uh, the second half, as soon as uh, the red card happens, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know your your everyone's thoughts on that red card, but uh, that changes the game and so yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Automatically, as soon as he brings off Griffiths, they're playing for a draw. I mean, mm-hmm. that that was that was a, a big threat. I thought Griffiths mm-hmm. and Edward. Um, mm-hmm. It was quite frightening. I think so, uh, Rangers had to get to that half time at no no, and um, and I as I say this time last year, I think Rangers would have caved in yeah. in the second half. But mm-hmm. well, but, well, when that, you look at the stats, um, uh, when you look at the stats on BBC Sport, it says obviously. The possession was fairly similar, but when you consider the shots that Rangers had, they had ten shots but zero on target the whole game. And obviously, target, it was yeah. it was it was the own goal that that went in for you. Um, do you think that was obviously looking at the stats that Celtic had thirteen and three on target? But if Ranger if Celtic had scored, do you think Rangers would have been able to get back into that game? Um, or or what's your opinion on that? Do you think? Uh, uh, to be honest, I don't know. Um, I think it would have been really tough. I think if Celtic, I think who whoever scored first in that game was going to be tough for the other mm-hmm. team to get back in. Yeah. Well, if Rangers scored first and Celtic had eleven men on the pitch, mm-hmm. then it could have been different. But um, yeah. if Celtic scored first, it would have been very difficult because they were on top. As I say, the first half they were miles on top, and mm-hmm. and, and at half time, like I'm just, I'm thinking at that point a draw would be a great result at this point, but. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that that would that probably would have been the case. I think I think both teams would have been content with the draw. I think it's probably the the the, the result that probably was deserved. Um, but I'll, I'll go to yourself, uh, Ronan. Um, um, I'll I'll go to yourself with this. Um, what's obviously that that that's ending off for near bitten. Um, how unhappy are you about that? Do you think that that he he kind of ruined your chances of, of really getting a win. Yeah, the second that the red card came out, before the red card came out, I know it was a red, but um, the second it came out, it was just like, like it was just like this, I just had this sigh and I was like, why, why did you do that? It was just like, you know that you're not going to go on and win the game after that. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're down to 10 men, it's going to be difficult to, to even get a goal. We, I mean, as much as we were on top for the, the first sort of 60 minutes of the game until the red card, it was like we still hadn't scored. So if we weren't able to score with 10, 11 men on the park, what chance do we have with 10? Mm-hmm. And it was just, it, it was so disappointing. It was something that Beaton didn't have to do. Mm-hmm. Um, the ball, Morelos turned him and like Ayer was there to cover. So Ayer was going to shut Morelos down possibly before he got a shot. So mm-hmm. there was no need for Beaton to, to put <laughs> rugby tackle into the ground. Yeah. So but it's just one of the things that you probably do as a as a defender sometimes, like sort of unconsciously you're just like, oh he's getting away from me. I, I need to pull him back here. It's just one of those ones. Mm-hmm. But it was just in a game like that, it's such a big thing, you know? And it was just the second that the red card happened, it just all the energy that I had throughout the whole game kind of just left me I mm-hmm. was just like oh no yeah. they're probably going to go on and score now mm-hmm. yeah well as you were saying that you, you dominated that first half as well so um, do you think that if you had scored do you think you would have gone and won the game then if in that first half 
Yeah, it was one of the games that, um, like Josh said, like I think it was only going to be a one nil. Mm-hmm. Um, so whoever scored, I, I think that was that was going to be it, and it mm-hmm. was looking like it was going to be Celtic. The match yeah. says that it would, would have been Celtic. I mean, Rangers won the game one nil with zero mm-hmm. shots on target. I don't know how that's possible. And what's what's the most worrying thing for me is that is the the best performance that we've made, like that we've showed the whole season, and we still mm-hmm. got beat. we still yeah. got beat. That's what's worrying, and. But I, I don't um I don't blame Neil Lennon for that uh, mm. on su- uh, Saturday. Um we came out, he, he went for it. He, he he had to go for it. He put two strikers up front against a well organised Rangers uh, defence who are also very threatening at the moment. Mm-hmm. So he took a shot and went for two up front. Mm-hmm. And it was the right thing to do because we were all over them. And if it wasn't for Alan McGregor, um Celtic would have won, would have been two up at half time. Um, so, but no, I agree as well with Josh Lee Griffiths. Mm. Like, was was such a threat. It wasn't Odson Edward, it was Lee Griffiths. Mm. Um, and I think it was a mistake to for Lennon to take him off when he came off. As much as he had, as Lennon was forced to make mm. substitutions, obviously, because Beaton got sent off. But Griffiths and Turnbull aren't the two players I would have taken off. Mm. Um, it would have been, I'd have, I'd have probably have taken off maybe Ryan Christie and I'd have taken off Edward. I'd have kept mm. Griffiths on the park because he was riled up. He won. He, you could tell he was hungry to score a goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think Lee Griffiths is that hungry player that will give you, I think in that type of game, he might have given you something else compared to Odson Edward. We'll go to Josh, actually. Josh, obviously looking from a Rangers point of view, obviously Ronan was saying that he doesn't blame Neil Lennon. But when you consider that that was probably the best half of football that Celtic have played, do you think that Celtic should should be expecting better with the talent that they have? 100%. Um, I think the difference between it is, I think Rangers buys players that will fit in their system. And Celtics, they'll, they'll buy good players, but they don't have a system. So they've just got a bunch of like good players. You know, and uh, I mean, I think any Celtic fan like coming out of that game losing and still like playing some of the best football they've played all season. It's mm-hmm. I don't know what you know what coming that game saying yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's that. the thing is, is if if you're only having three shots on target, it's it's just not good enough, really. It, mm-hmm. it really isn't good enough. Like with the talent of Edward and Griffiths, I know you were saying Ronan, you were saying Griffiths had a really good game and he looked up for it, but three shots on target. I know that Alan McGregor saved Rangers, but if you want to then go and kick on even more and show your dominance as as the big team in Scotland, do you think you'd want to have at least over five shots on target, but be peppering the goal, really? Um, And I know you were saying that Rangers have a good defence with uh, Balogun um, and uh, Goldson as well at the back as well, and and Tavernier um, managing that defence as well. But do you think that Celtic, the Celtic boards need to invest in this squad? Uh, yeah, in some areas I think so. Um, it's we brought in Shane Duffy, expecting him to be much better than he mm-hmm. was, yeah. than he's shown, than he's shown. And I don't know what's happening with him because uh, he was meant to come in, meant to be a bit of a leader, take a bit of pressure off Scott Brown, 
kind of take a lead at the back and he's simply done the exact opposite. Um, I don't know what his problem is, but I, we, I, I think all Celtic fans thought we were getting a highly rated centre-back in there and mm-hmm. he's just been an absolute shambles. So mm-hmm. he has... Um, just to finally, just to kind of finish commenting on the game before we talk about the recruitments and mm-hmm. things, I think, and Josh will probably be able to relate to me here as a Rangers fan, for me, on Saturday, the old firm, it felt for me what it must have felt like for Josh in the League Cup final last year. Hmm. Rangers last year were all over Celtic in the League Cup final, and Celtic got a 1-0 win, which was a goal that was actually offside. Uh, And Rangers were the better team by far. That was the only thing that Celtic did. Mm -hmm. I mean, Rangers even had a penalty and they missed it. So, like, they felt really hard done by. And that's exactly how I felt on Saturday. And every aspect, Celtic were the better team. Mm -hmm. But Rangers still got the win. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it was reverse from the cup tie. I think that's a great way to put it, actually. (laughs) But in terms of recruitment, um, Shane Mm -hmm. Duffy, for for definite he's not the player that we thought mm-hmm. Diego Laxalt seems to be the best signing we've made one of mm-hmm. them anyway he he seems to have came in at left back and settled quite well mm-hmm. another person that's came in that's been really good and who I think is Celtic's best player right now is David Turnbull mm-hmm. who yeah, from Motherwell yeah he's a good player, yeah. player and I've said from day one that he should be in the squad mm-hmm. uh, but he's only just got his chance in the last sort of month mm-hmm. but I said the day he gets into that team, he'll not come out. He's that good. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got the likes of um, who else did we bring in? We brought in um, Albina Yeti. I mean, mm-hmm. he's not even. Yeah, yeah, because he's he's had a weird career. He was obviously young, was it Young Boys? And then West Ham signed them. And is he just not been getting a chance um, for, for yourselves then? Started the season quite well. To be fair, he was five goals in five games. Um, but he's uh, it's just then he got injured and that's kinda just kinda he lost his consistency after his injury. Um but I think the main problem at Celtic isn't just Neil Lennon. I don't know mm. if you want to wait to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Well well we'll we'll actually well we'll wait to talk about Neil Lennon. I think we'll talk about the recruitment at the board. Um do we think they're getting the the best out of the the players they're bringing in, because I, I look at the players like Christoph Julian. Is it Christopher Julian? Um, they, they they brought him in, and he was meant to be your rock at the back, and it just felt it, it just seemed that he's flattered to deceive. Really, um, personally, uh, looking on from, from the outside, I think that you could have he should have been much better than what he is and um, performing well for Toulouse beforehand. Um, I, I just don't see the type of player that. I thought I, I, he was really. I, I, I've got to say, I actually think Julie, Julian's been not too bad. I, he, sometimes he comes across quite mm-hmm. soft against the physical players. Like last season, he really struggled against Lyndon Dykes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's because Lyndon Dykes, a big physical guy, mm-hmm. likes to get himself in the way. And I don't think Julian likes going up against those type of players. Mm-hmm. But he's dominant in the air. He can be quite vocal, and when he came back this season after his injury, mm-hmm. he improved Celtic's defence with however many clean sheets. I think it was something like four clean sheets in mm-hmm. the four games he played since he came back his injury. So I think he does make a difference, but I do agree that we still need another centre-back in there that's potentially better than him mm-hmm. or 
um, will take the lead because he, like, Julian's the type of player that will thrive off a good player next to him, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. That probably is the case, um, that he needs someone next to him. Obviously, you're saying Shane Duffy isn't the, the type of player that you thought he was, obviously coming from a, a top team like Brighton. I've got to say the goalkeepers now as well. I think when I look at your goalkeepers, I don't see a, a commanding figure in goals. Um, I don't know what you think, Theo, of, of the, the signing they made of Barkas. I don't know. Um, did did you hear much about him beforehand? And, and what's kind of your opinion on the Celtic goalkeeping situation after the departure of Craig Gordon? It's pretty odd um, what's going on at Celtic. They don't really have a number one. Um, mm-hmm. They signed Barkas and he obviously was meant to be the number one, I think. And there was quite a bit, bit going around about him. And he, when he was playing for AEK, he was a decent decent goalkeeper. Um, mm-hmm. But he's not the number one for Greece. And mm-hmm. if you're not the number one Greek goalie and the one above you is not really that good, then there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott Bain's a good goalkeeper. He's just, I think he's been a bit unlucky with injuries. He's not really made that spot his own. Um, and I noticed, is it Connor Hazard? Yeah. He's been yeah. playing a few yeah, games as well. Um, he kind of just came out came out of nowhere. Um, and from what I was, was hearing, he's actually done quite well when when he's uh, he's played. It's just, it's not like Rangers who, they've got Alan McGregor and um, John McLaughlin. I mean, mm-hmm. those two goalkeepers are probably take out with Craig Gordon the best goalkeepers in Scottish football at the moment in my opinion um, so Rangers have got two of the best goalkeepers in, in the leagues mm-hmm. and Celtic have, have not and that's probably the issue because if you've not got a good goalkeeper then your defence is you know it's it's only as good as its goalkeeper in my opinion Yeah would you say that Josh would you say that Rangers have got a better calibre of goalkeeper in, in McLaughlin and McGregor. Do you think they're they, uh, the, the goalkeepers that Rangers have got just just outweigh the, the talent that Celtic have in goals? I mean, I think if you've got a good goal, goalkeeper, I mean, that can a good goalkeeper will save you 12, 15 points a season. Yeah. Look at Al McGregor the other day. Like, that, that's like a match winning save. Like, mm-hmm. I, I think if that's Barkas, he's just standing there. You know, that's mm-hmm. you watch the ball go into the net. Mm-hmm. If you've got a, a top caliber goalkeeper, I think it's especially uh, good having two. Because mm-hmm. um, John McLaughlin's came in, he's been excellent as well. Yeah. So I think one the main thing, if Celtic want to sign anyone this month during the January transfer window, they need a keeper. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they definitely do. Yeah, um, I, I've got to admit that I, I watched obviously John McLaughlin closely. I'm a Sunderland fan, so um, I watched uh, McLaughlin closely when he was at with us. Um, and I've got to say that McGregor is doing a, a great job. I, I expected McLaughlin to to be in there as the main number one, um, and he did start out as the main number one. But McGregor's come into into his own really again, um, just showing that even though he is aging um, as a footballer and as a goalkeeper, he's still a, a top class goalkeeper. So. What what's your opinion, Ronan? Do you think that Celtic in the January window really they, they do need to bring in um a new number one? Um possibly. Um mm. the thing is with Barkett, like biggest mistake of the window was not signing Fraser Foster, uh, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Uh he was he I've, in my opinion, like last season he's part of the reason why we were so good. He, mm-hmm. the amount that he makes makes match winning saves exactly like the, the one that Josh is talking about that McGregor made and from Griffith's shot in the first half. And like he Foster last season in the cup final made outstanding saves that made that kept it like mm-hmm. which did win us the cup final. Mm-hmm. So it's like he was a proven goalkeeper. We've come in. What annoys me is Barkas isn't playing every game. 
Now, five million is a lot of money in Scottish football. Mm. So having a five million pound signing on the bench, that annoys me. Mm-hmm. If you're spending five million, he's got to be in the starting eleven. He can't just be sitting on the bench. Mm-hmm. Now, I will be honest, Barkas hasn't lived up to what has been so uh, what he's been told what has been told that he should be. Mm-hmm. But I'm willing to give him time because it's his first season. He's came from a foreign country. And the perfect example of that is David De Gea. David De Gea came into Man United and his first season he was atrocious. And then took him a season and a half or so to settle. And then he's out, out of nowhere. He just got better and better and became the best goalkeeper in the world. And I'm not saying for a second that Barkas is going to be like that. But mm-hmm. I'll, I, I'm willing to give him some time. Right. Um, because, like I say, it's a foreign foreign country. He's coming in. A new mm-hmm. language. Yeah. New new weather conditions, new culture, everything. So I'm willing to give him that time because five million is a lot of money. And in my opinion, Neil Lennon wouldn't spend five million on a goalkeeper unless he believed that he had something in him. Mm. So in terms of a goalkeeper, it's a problem right now, but I'm still willing to give Barkas that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no, it's it's probably worth giving him a bit of time to see if he can prove himself. I think he he could do with maybe if you sold Scott Bain, for example, and then brought in someone else to to compete with Barker. I think that might be quite a good thing. Um, obviously we're seeing Connor Hazard; he, he might prove to be a a really good prospect as well. Um, looking at obviously right back as well, you've got Jeremy Frimpong. We've talked about him, how uh, talented he is, and he's got a long future ahead of him. Um, if you'd sold him, you could maybe reinvest that money and um, obviously we're talking about centre back but is there any other positions that you feel need strengthened desperately Ronan? Centre back 100% um, mm-hmm. especially with Christopher Julian being out for four months now he's mm, out there yeah, I heard that um, Beaton Beaton isn't even a centre back he's a centre mid but mm-hmm. he's been playing at centre back for the last season or two um, you've got Shane Duffy who's in absolute shambles mm-hmm. um, and even in my opinion Christopher Ayer as much as he plays at centre back, <laughs> I think he's a better right back than centre back. Right. Um, and the reason I say that is because he's only been starting to play right back the last month. Um, mm-hmm. But um, he looked so much better at right back than he did at centre back. When he's at when he plays centre back, he, he's I don't know what it is, but it's like he, he, there's always a mistake in him. Mm-hmm. I feel. Whereas at right back, he's got that freedom to go a wee bit forward, and if anything, that's what. Christopher Ayer's always been good at is running forward with the ball. Um, but no, um, yeah, Frimpong, I'm, I'm, I'm happy with um, to an extent. He can't, he's not the best defender, but he's young and he's, 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 he's really good that he's got so much energy and he can take on his man. His yeah. end product is very poor though. And I'm yeah. sure the old firm is a perfect example of that. Um, he must have had about four or five crosses, good opportunities to put in a cross. And they all every single one of them were just a shambles. Um, mm. But centre back, hundred percent, we need someone in. And people like there, there's room, strong rumours going about that um, they're actually going to we're actually going to go for Declan Gallagher in January from right, Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not a he's not a wow signing. It's not a glamour signing, really, is mm-hmm. it? But yeah. I, I think he would come in and do a job. I mm-hmm. mean, you've seen how he handled Mitrovic for Scotland. He seems like quite quite solid a simple a simple centre back but will do his job um, I think we thought that's what Shane Duffy would do but he's not doing it uh, I mean 
the Celtic team, as we're speaking, are in Dubai right now, training, having like a wee sort of training thing. And mm-hmm. Shane Duffy's actually came home. Mm-hmm. So people are thinking, is that is that him cutting his loan short? A lot mm-hmm. of people are thinking that's why he's came home. Mm-hmm. There's other things saying it's family reasons. We don't know. I'm sure we'll find that out mm-hmm. after this podcast comes out. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know what's happening, but Duff, Duffy's been the biggest disappointment for me mm-hmm. uh, out of everyone. Mm-hmm. I think everyone thought he was going to come in and be a Rolls Royce, mm-hmm. and it's been the exact opposite. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, in terms of centre-backs, Pop Declan Gallagher, and maybe there's another player that I've been a big fan of who I, I would love to see at Celtic, and he's been rumoured for years, is uh, Liam Liam Moore from Reading. Yeah, Liam Moore's a top player. Yeah, we were talking about, I think it was myself that mentioned him for maybe a Premier League team that's uh, trying to survive. That might be a good a good sign. And so, yeah, I, I 100% agree. Liam Moore, top player he would be in if, if Celtic could get him. I think he would be a, a solid addition. Um, I'll go to Theo with this. Diego Laxalt and Greg Taylor at left-back. Do you think Laxalt's uh, flattered to deceive as well as, as a player coming in from AC Milan? Uh, the lad's bang average. I mean, he came with a lot of hype because of the Milan. But if you, you physically look at his career and his time at Milan, he hardly mm-hmm. played for them. He was mm-hmm. sent out, I think, to Torino a couple of times. I thought he played well in the old firm. I thought he had a decent uh, decent mm-hmm. performance. But I don't really know what he is because, you know, he's he, he started his career and played a lot of it as a left mid. Mm-hmm. But I don't really see any attacking from him. Defensively, mm-hmm. it looks okay. But, but for me... I think Ronan mentioned uh, in the Scotland, um, England, um, the Euro episode that Greg Taylor hadn't particularly done anything wrong for, mm-hmm. for Celtic. Um, so I, I question why Laxalt was bought um, and why Greg Taylor's been uh, displaced in the, the first place. I definitely think a new left back's needed, maybe in the summer. Um, if you're not going to play Taylor, Laxalt's not going to come back. You need to buy a new one. Mm, yeah, uh, Ronan, is there any suggestions for for maybe a left back to come in uh, for Celtic, or do you think you'd give Taylor the 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 the, the proper chance that he deserves? Um, Taylor's a good player, defensively good. Uh, he Taylor for me is someone that's by average. Um, the only thing he can't do, and I think this is why Lennon brought in another left back because Taylor, like he tried tried with Greg Taylor. And there was nothing wrong with what Taylor did uh, in a Celtic shirt, as I said, but he can't take on his man. He can't beat his man. And that's something that Kieran Tierney was doing for four years. Uh, so that's hard shoes to fill. And uh, Lennon likes to have attacking fullbacks. You look at the other side, you've got Jeremy Frimpong taking his players on and trying to whip crosses in. So he wants that on the other side as well. And Taylor is a very good player at everything he does, apart from being able to take on his man. And I think that's why he brought in Diego Laxo because, it, well, one, we needed another left-back anyway because another another thing is I think it was a big mistake letting go of Johnny Hayes. I think we should have mm-hmm. kept him because right. uh, he was a kind of, he was a left-back that could fill in and he was he was good at it. But um, going back to Laxo, um, he can take on, take on a man and I actually quite like him. He gives everything. He's one of these players that doesn't give up. If he loses the ball, he'll, he'll track it down or, uh, he, he just he's got that sort of he just that great a good attitude um, mm-hmm. but he's only a loan signing obviously but there's talk of him signing permanently in January mm. Milan have dropped their price to right. 7.2 million which is a lot still a lot though. but um, I don't know um, mm-hmm. about left back but like I say I don't think Greg Taylor's 
a, a bad player at all. Yeah, no, I, I definitely don't think he's a bad player. And I think he deserves a chance. I think, as you said, you said for Barkas, it was five million for, for a player that's probably unproven. And Laxalt, yes, he's done what he done okay at Torino and, and teams like that. But I just think spending seven million on a player that's, he's good at some type, he's good sometimes, but he's not consistent enough. And I, I don't think that would be the right choice personally, um, looking from the, an outside perspective. Uh, moving on to more your midfield, um, Scott Brown, the leader, he's 35 now, getting older. Um, who do you think the armband sh- should go to? Josh, I'll, I'll go to yourself. Who do you think the armband should go to? Um, looking from an outside perspective, is there anyone that stands out for for Celtic um, as a as captain material? For me, I would have said uh, Julian. Mm. I think Julian. He seems like for me maybe someone that would be a leader because I can't see a, a big leader on that squad. Mm. Other than that, maybe Cal McGregor. Mm. Yeah, but, um, and yeah, Ronan. Do you agree with? Obviously, you were disagreeing to Julian, but Cal McGregor. Do you do you agree with that? Yeah, he's all, he's already he's already the next captain. I mean, Brown wasn't playing at the in the old firm on Saturday, and McGregor was captain. Mm-hmm. Um, Cal McGregor is, I think, he's a vice captain actually. So, okay, okay. since Mikel Lustig left, um, but yeah, Cal McGregor is he's, he he you seen him after South uh, Rangers scored? You see him try to spur everybody up. I don't know if you've seen that, but he's got a voice and he's a very influential player in the dressing room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lennon says that all the players say that, and in my opinion. Cal McGregor is a no-brainer to be the next captain to take mm-hmm. over from Brown. Yeah. Um, I love Scott Brown. Don't get me wrong; he's I, I love him, but this season he's just looked. A, he's lost that yard of pace that he used to have. Mm-hmm. He's, he's playing catch up with a lot of the players. Yeah, yeah. I think it's 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 time for Brownie Bruni to um, retire. I think uh, probably from from the game, it's probably um, time to go down as a legend um, of 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 Celtic. Um, Looking at some of the other players, um, Theo, do you know much about the Sorrow kid, the, the, the lad that's just come onto the scene? Do you know much about him um, from an outside perspective? Not too much, but I've watched him a couple of times. He, he actually played, I thought he played quite well um, mm-hmm. in the old firm. He looks yeah. all right, actually. He looks a bit of a find. Um, a lot of clubs who take risks on uh, African midfielders, they mm-hmm. either go one way, they're fantastic, or they're awful. Look mm-hmm. at Leicester, they took a risk on Napolis, Mendy and Kante and Ndidi. Two of them have paid off, one's been average. This Sorrow guy looks all right. He got a goal, um, I think, the week before when they played Dundee United. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, I thought he was one of the most impressive players in Celtic's first half performance uh, mm-hmm. for me. Um, and he definitely seems to... I think Lennon sorted out his midfield, um, which is I think he's been looking to do for a while. Um, and he looks like a player who Turnbull, Christie, mm-hmm. um, all look like they enjoy playing in front of and having behind. So I think he's a good find, Sorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. For once, I think Celtic yeah. have recruited reasonably well. Yeah, reasonably well. There, it's it's a, it's a it's an easy risk to make. He's twenty two. He's still got probably a sell on fee if if he doesn't really work out um, at Celtic. A player that's kind of gone off the radar at the moment is uh, Oliver and Cham. Um, What's the situation there, Ronan? Do you, is he out the door? Or, and because he was, there was links of him going to West Ham and and to other Premier League clubs. What's happened there? Uh, get him away! Get him at the door. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, great player. What a talent the boy is, Olivier and Cham. Mm-hmm. But pff, he doesn't want to be there. It was clear last season he didn't want to be there. He, he made public statements in summer last year that 
to when he was with France and under twenty one national team. He was like, I'm, I want to move. He says that Marseille, I think Marseille and Leon were both interested in him, Marseille especially, and they spoke to him about it. And he's like, yeah, I want to go. So he's been wanting out the door since last season, and mm-hmm. he's just one of these players that he's he seems very moody, um, mm. doesn't make any effort. It, I made my mind up when we played Sparta Prague away in the Europa League and he played and the first 45 minutes he was atrocious. He just mm-hmm. he was losing the ball, wasn't running and I, I remember saying that and he just get him out the door. Like He just doesn't want to be there. Yeah. And it, it's a shame though because he's a great player. He's, he's, he's a talent. He really is. But only when he wants to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he wants out and that's why. But... Like, like I say, it's a shame because I think he is. I think he is a great player on his day. He can be one of the best players in Scotland, but mm-hmm. he's just not. He's not in the the limelight at all just now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely not in the limelight, and and probably needs to to move on. Um, be selling him in January. I'd be selling him in January to get some get some some yes, money. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, we'll cover some other. Well, we'll cover one more player in the midfield. Obviously, we know how good um, Ryan Christie is. He's been great for Scotland, and he's been really good for Celtic of late. Um, he's going to be a player there for for many years to come. Um, David Turnbull is 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 a solid player. As you were mentioning a young prospect coming on the scene, coming in from, in from Motherwell. Um, Tom Rogic, he's okay. I I don't think he's anything special, but he's a, he's a solid squad player to have in a round. Um, maybe to come off the bench to do something. The one player that I think is the biggest disappointment for Celtic is Mohamed El Yunusi um, coming in from Southampton. Um, he was meant to be a, a player that brought you forward. Um, Josh, I'll, I'll come to yourself. Do you think that El Yunusi was a poor sign-in for Celtic? I think so. Um, I think El Yunusi can be good on his day, but he is, I think he is an inconsistent player. Mm-hmm. And I thought quite a, I think it was quite a pointless signing mm-hmm. uh, to make, but... Um, yeah. I, I, he has a good play in his day, but he's he's very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Would you would you agree with that, Ronan? Would you say he's an inconsistent player, and probably Celtic need to be looking for something better? Yes and no. He has been inconsistent, but one one week he's playing, and the next week he's not. And how can you get consistency if he's not playing every game? Mm-hmm. So it's like you've seen what he's capable of. He's capable of brilliant things. And some mm-hmm. half the time this season he's he's been the player that's actually got Celtic results. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he, I think he's a good player. I do because mm-hmm. uh, I remember this kind of the first sort of quarter of the season, and everyone was saying they were disappointed. Now you know, say, and I was thinking, well, the lads have not been playing every week, and I I do honestly think that he, he, there is a player in there. Um, he just needs to play every week to to get to find his form, but. Mm-hmm. Um, he's only a loan signing. Uh, he'll not be back after this right. season. Was he only a loan signing? I, I, I wasn't aware of that. But no, yeah, I think maybe looking for something better would be would be good for Celtic to look for a bit more of a consistent player. Obviously, we we know James Forrest is a solid player. He's he's obviously been injured, so hopefully we can see him back soon and, and maybe back in a Scotland shirt as well, as we mentioned in the in the Euro episode. Um, moving on to the strikers, obviously, um, we've mentioned the Jetty's not getting the game time for Celtic um, earlier on. Do we think Odson Edward is going to move on in the summer, uh, Ronan? Obviously not in January, but do you think it's time for to to look for for someone not better, but maybe to to replace him? Yeah, he'll be away in the summer. I um, mm. think it's time for him to go. Like I think that was always the plan was to stay for ten and then go, but ten doesn't even look like it's happening at the yeah. moment. But mm. um, yeah, um, I think 
Edward was always ready to go after this season. Um, he deserves his move. Although he's not been great this season with us, he deserves his move. He's a fantastic player. Um, and I can see him moving to the Premier League for sure. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, we'll need to bring someone in to, like, to replace him in mm-hmm. summer, yeah, definitely. Is there any names that come to mind of, of maybe players to, to, to replace him? Um, I can't really think because it all depends on what I don't. You don't know, like, what depends if Lennon's in charge mm. at the end of the season yeah. as well. You, you just don't know. Um, mm. So it's quite difficult to see what type of player Celtic should bring in because we don't know if Lennon's going to be there in, in yeah. the summer. What 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 type of player that would you like personally as a, as a fan then? Um. I'm happy with Lee Griffiths, honestly. I think he's brilliant. <laughs> I, I, I love Lee Griffiths. Um, no, but we need someone along the lines of what we've had in the past, like mm-hmm. your Moussa Dembele right. and your Hodgson Edwards. So someone, I can't think of anyone that comes to mind. Right, okay. Someone along the lines of that sort of player. Someone with a bit of smoothness, a bit of silkiness, mm-hmm. uh, who's clinical, um, links up very well. One one of those kind of players. Um mm-hmm. But it's very it's very hard to find players like that when when you're so limited with with money. Mm-hmm. That's pro- that's why I can't think of someone at the top yeah. of my head. Yeah. Um, but it's a uh, we will need to bring someone in. But it all depends if Lennon's there and how well Griffiths does the rest of the season. And also if Albion a yeah he can kick on. He was a five million pound signing as well. Mm. He's not really had his chance. Again, right. he's another player I feel needs a chance because he started the season really well. Mm-hmm. five goals in five games and then he got injured and then he just kind of was dropped after that so mm-hmm. um, I'd like to see him get more game time as well if Edward doesn't start picking up his form Yeah, yeah and and Theo do you think where do you think Edward's going to end up then because we were obviously we've mentioned him in a couple of transfer episodes in the past um, is there any any place that would suit him right now? Um, I reckon he'll probably end up where most players end up which is West Ham um, it's probably about about right, really. He has to move for his his career because uh, he's he doesn't want to waste too many time. I had I had a couple of suggestions for maybe strikers that I can see right, Celtic okay, so going is, for. Is there anyone in particular? Um, I could see Celtic doing something stupid and going for someone um, like Sam Cosgrove. To be brutally honest, if it was me, I'd be looking at um, Kevin Nisbet. Um, I think he's had a fantastic season and he keeps on getting better and better. Um, or you know, a young man Shane Long. I mean, you know, he's a free agent at the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, he works his socks off. He's the type of player that Lennon, Guardiola, anyone would would really love to have. Why not? Why not get Shane Long? Mm, yeah, that, that that might be. Yeah, you oh, Timu Puki. Yeah, it's not it's not a bad shit. Oh well, Timu Puki have returned to Celtic. I don't know if many Celtic fans would like to see that, considering um, how his his first stint went. Um, Tell you something, John, just before you move yeah. on, like, mm-hmm. I know we're on strikers, yeah. but I'll tell you who Celtic are strongly linked with in January. Mm-hmm. All right. Siri Dembele. Siriki Dembele, yeah, he's handed in a transfer request um, from Peter, but um, I've just seen that recently. Celtic are very keen and they might want to come along with his brother. I'd take him. Yeah. Yeah, well, that's the thing. He's he's a winger slash Dad comes coach. along as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get the whole Dembele family. No, but um, yeah, Siriki Dembele. I've been a huge fan of him. I think that he needs either a move. Like I would love him for someone, but I don't think we'd ever get him. I don't think he's. I think he's looking for that step up. 
um, possibly to either the championship or to maybe, I, I was going to suggest um, Dembele for someone like Celtic. I think that would be a very good shout. The last thing we'll cover about Celtic is Neil Lennon. Um, we've mentioned him a couple of times. Ronan, do you think he's going to be gone by the end of the season? And who do you think could replace him? Um, I think Celtic have got this. I think the board have had this plan because in my opinion, the Celtic board are similar to an extent of how you feel, Jordan, as a Sunderland fan. They're not ambitious enough. Mm. Um, they always look for the cheap options a lot. Mm. Um, so I think... The Tony Mowbray is- comes to mind. Tony Mowbray comes <laughs> to mind. I can remember that. Um, in my opinion, the way like the way that Celtic wanted it to go was bring Lennon back for 10 in a row. And then I think they they were ready to bring in John Kennedy after that, the assistant. Right, okay. That's I think they were kinda moulding him for that job by being right. he's been at the club for many years and he's very highly rated at the club because when Brendan Rogers left, Brendan Rogers wanted to take him to Leicester with him. Mm-hmm. He was offered the Hibs job way before Jack right. Ross, but right, turned okay. it. Mm-hmm. He's now a strong rumour to be offered the Motherwell job which I'm sure we'll go on and talk about because, like, about that. Yeah. Um, but uh, I think that was the plan, was that the board were just getting Lennon in. They, they thought, right, what do we do here? Um, Brendan Rodgers is abandoning us. Get Lennon in the rest of the season, see how he does. If he gets us the title and he gets us the the Scottish Cup that season, which he did, mm-hmm. we'll, give him, we'll offer him the job and keep him for 10 in a row. And mm-hmm. I think that was the plan. But now, I still think that's what they're going to do. Don't get me wrong. I still think I'm going to bring... Like, I think Lennon will be gone at the end of the season mm-hmm. and John Kennedy will come in as manager. But I would love to see someone like Eddie Howe take the job. I yeah. don't think it will happen. I don't mm-hmm. think it will happen. But someone like him is the type of manager we should be looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, he's an exciting young manager. He's proved that we Bournemouth come through all the, the tiers of English football to get to the Premier League and stayed there. Uh, so someone like him... Uh, is is I would love to see someone like him come in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think I think Eddie Howe is probably one of the outstanding candidates. Um, loves to attack. Um, a very good attacking coach. The only problem is defensively. I think he was shown up at Bournemouth a wee bit to be a bit um lacking in in how to organisation and of that defence. Um, and I think he'd be a really good good manager. Another manager, obviously, you mentioned him, Jack Ross. I think Jack Ross has proven that he is a, a good manager. I, I quite liked him at Sunderland. I was uh, quite excited when he came in. The only thing is, I think he changed his th- philosophy a bit um, at Sunderland, especially. Um, he When he got the 1-0, um, he never... In that first half of the season, we had, we had Josh Maggio on fire, uh, killing it. Um, for us and I think when he lost Josh Madger he then when we went 1-0 up Jack Ross was like well we'll stick with that 1-0 rather than kicking on like we should do Um, so I think I'm not sure Josh have you seen much um, in Jack Ross's performance as a Hibernian manager do you think he could make that step up to to be the Celtic boss I think he could but I think um, I think uh, after this season Mm -hmm. if he gets another year under his belt um, keeps Hibs at where they're at I think that would be yeah, that would be the perfect time for her to come in. I think right now, maybe be a bit too early. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They experience another year on this belt in this league. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing. I think yeah, it might be might be a good choice. Um, because does 
if Hibs finish, well, they're fourth at the moment, aren't they? So if they finish maybe third, do they get maybe in the Europa spots? I don't know what yeah. is it, what what's the situation with that. Uh, yeah, fourth, fourth as well. You get fourth as well, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So, okay. So so you get that qualification pair. Job. I like Jack Ross. I rate mm-hmm. him. I'm a big fan of him. Um, mm-hmm. Could I see him get a Celtic job? Possibly. Um, mm-hmm. But it's. I mean, he is a good manager. It would be a test for him, though. I think as much as a good manager, I still think it'd be a big job for him to take. Mm-hmm. But he's a good manager, definitely. The other, the only other one that I've heard mentioned is Paul Lambert at Ipswich. No, I don't think that's the right choice. The only, the only good thing about that one is if it was to happen, is that he does know the club. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, I don't know. He, he's had good jobs in the past. He did quite well with Norwich. Did quite well with Aston Villa. But um, mm-hmm. no, uh, Eddie Howe for me would be a, a, a great appointment. Yeah, I think Eddie Howe, good, good, good chance he might end up at uh, Celtic in the future. Uh, I don't think I, I, I don't think going for the the assistant manager is a, a, is a good option. I think he needs to go somewhere else. I think I think Celtic, in my opinion, need a fresh start, um, like what they did with Brendan Rodgers and, and went for an experienced coach, a high level coach, um, to bring that philosophy back to Celtic and and hopefully. Can, can start winning the league again and, and maybe challenging Rangers even more so. Um, we'll move on to, to, to Rangers um, next. Um, so, Josh, looking at the Rangers squad, we mentioned the, the goalkeepers. Um, we do obviously rate the goalkeepers that are there. Um, but defence, do you think that the you've got a solid defence there? I think left-back's the, the bit I'm looking at that, that's a bit weak at the moment. Is it yeah. Barisic they've got at left-back? Well, ba- Barisic, um, he started off, you know, he was, he was terrible. Mm-hmm. He came in. He came in uh, uh, last season. He became our top left back. But um, we've also got young Barsi as backup. Who's uh, mm-hmm. he has a he looks like a decent player. But um, you know he's he's only twenty. He's got time to improve. I've seen uh, some games. He's he, when he's played. He's played mm-hmm. decent. And yeah. there's been some games when he's you can tell he's an experience. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But um, I think it's about. Uh, you know, I'm, I don't think they need to make any any big signings now. I think it's more looking at if if someone's going to leave, um, mm-hmm. who are you going to replace them with, such like as Morelos. But yeah. um, because we've got this depth now, uh, mm-hmm. this rotation, uh, you're not looking at too many too many weak positions in the squad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that's the thing. I think you've got obviously your captain and James Tavernier at right back. I think he's just a solid player. He's 29, so he's getting a wee bit older, but still got a number of seasons still in the game. Um, yeah. the, the the only worry is that he might get taken by maybe a Premier League club might come after him um, in the summer. Maybe uh, I'm not entirely sure. I don't think I think you'll hold on to him until the end of the season for definite, obviously to win the yeah. league title. But um, I think that he might be have some, having some suitors. In, in centre-back, I think you've got some really sol- solid centre-backs. I forgot about George Edmundson. Um, I, d- I did actually rate him. Was it Gillingham you got him from? Um, I think back in the day, it was League One um, you got uh, him from. Yeah, with him. Mm-hmm. So he, he's a solid player. Um, and then Goldson and you've got... Um, Balogun and Halander. Balogun, Halander and, and Katic as well. Um, you've got an, a number of options there. So maybe a left-back. Um, but as you are saying, Bassi's there. That can He's a young kid coming through. But yeah. maybe... Someone to replace Barisic, maybe? One to, if Barisic is staying, one to push him. Is it, I mean, it's always good to have uh, players mm-hmm. pushing you for yeah. position. That's mm-hmm. what's helped Rangers yeah. this season. If you play bad, you, you know you're going to get took out. Whereas mm-hmm. three years ago, we've got players who are very inconsistent playing every week. You know, mm-hmm. and then, but uh, I, I think, I think um, overall, though, the, the defence has been good. Um, 
<laughs> five five goals conceded, only five only five goals in the league. I'm sure as that season conceded, so it's a massive improvement uh, over the last few seasons. Yeah, well, I think I think maybe could do with a left back, but I. I've, no. I've seen I've seen I've seen links um, saying that Man United are looking to get rid of uh, Brandon Williams. That might be a good shout. Um, I, we know that Gerard likes his young English players. Um, Theo, do you think that might be a good option? Someone like Brandon Williams, who's not getting the game time at Man United, um, he could maybe do something at Rangers. To replace Borna Barisic. Um, I think yeah, to replace Barisic. Yeah, uh, we've got. I'll, I'll just let our listeners know we've got Theo on the phone. With, he's had Wi-Fi issues, um. So yeah, he's he's on the phone at the moment. I feel like I'm calling from prison or something. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's yeah, it's 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 a different sound quality. I'll tell you that, mate. Um, yeah, when when we edit, it, we're gonna try and see if we can um deal with the volume and and the sound quality. But yeah, just speak away, mate. Okay. Yeah. Um... Brandon Williams is, is a player who, who Southampton have been really interested with, so I think he'll probably end up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I hope Borna Barisic doesn't leave Rangers. I think he's an absolute... I think he's one of the stars of the team. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's a gracious night and left back. He's, he's absolutely brilliant. Um, if I were Rangers, I'd keep doing the model that they're doing, which is looking for players abroad um, and develop them, developing them into stars. I don't think Brandon Williams is a particularly good player. He reminds me of, a, of my high school football team um, and the lad who used to play left back there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and he's got an awful haircut as well. So I don't want to see him back in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, you were saying that Barisic is a good player, so yeah, I think he's he's a solid option. But I think there's there is other options out there, maybe for left back to 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 improve this Rangers squad. Moving on to the midfield, I think the midfield again, I think it's a solid midfield. Um, Davis with with the experience, he is thirty six, so he's getting older as well. Um, so maybe in in the future we'll we'll need to see maybe maybe a change there. Um, but I, I mentioned earlier, um, Josh, Joel Aribo, I th- or Joe Aribo, I think he, he's been a solid addition to, to this Rangers yeah. squad. Yeah, he's been great. He's been great for Rangers. Um, when you've got players like Joe Aribo and also Yanis Hadji, um, these are players like you can bring on in big games to change. If, uh, like obviously one of one of the others usually going to start. So mm-hmm. like in the form, um, we bring on Hadji. And I, th- I thought Hadji. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. You know. Straight away, he got like one of our first shots of the game away, and uh, when you've got players like this, it's great. And mm-hmm. Aribo and Kamara are my two favourite players to watch in the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the link up, the after girls are excellent, and you could see either one of them playing in the Premier League in the future because they're both tw- 23, 24, so yeah, you could see them. Yeah, definitely. Ronan, are you are you a bit jealous as a Celtic fan of a player like it? obviously Hadji, um, coming from the background that he has, that his dad obviously, um, Georgie Hadji, he, he he comes from that background of of talented footballers. Do you, are you a bit jealous of a, as a Celtic fan, um, with this type of player that Rangers have? Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. Um, because I I love. I love the like. I've always loved the likes of Ryan Christie and Tom Rogic and David mm-hmm. Turnbull. So I've never felt jealous. For me, Hadji's a good player, mm-hmm. but um, he's. I think he's inconsistent. Um, mm-hmm. He's not been as bad this season, but I think that's just because he's not been getting up. He's not had a lot of game time this season. Um, but I mean, when I think you Hadji, the only game I think of was that game against Braga when he scored. Was it two goals? Uh, last season um, Josh will be able to remember because that was some nice for Rangers I think but 
But apart from that, like, but he seems like a sort of half decent player that can create things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's that's the thing. I think with the the talent that they have, the 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 players like Ryan Kent, we obviously know he's a cracking player, and and, and he's done so well under Gerard, obviously coming from the Liverpool academy, um, a, a top player. I've got to admit, I think Glenn Kamara is. is stayed in the squad really well he's, he's came in and and showed his ability i think he was at dundee before um yeah. and and he's really shown his ability obviously a finished lad himself as well um josh obviously you're the rep in the the finland top um but yeah how, how impressed have you been with glenn kamara yeah um he's that's the type of players i love you know i think they're the ones that sometimes go like mm-hmm. you know underrated uh, People don't pay attention as much to what they do, but uh, mm-hmm. Kamara, I think, I think he's he's brilliant on the ball. He's, you know, he's a great player. Like that will keep possession for you. A brilliant player, Kamara, um, Kamara and Davis together are excellent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that, I think that's the thing. Yeah, I think from my favorite player in the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I think yeah another player that's been a solid player for Scotland as well and I'll ask a good few um, with this Ryan Jack um, a solid player coming in from Aberdeen um, do you think Ryan Jack has, has shown that he deserves that spot in, in, in the Rangers team as well in, in, in the squad yeah absolutely I didn't think um, Ryan Jack could make the, the step up and from Aberdeen to Rangers I really thought he'd be uh, just turn into a bit of a squad player but mm-hmm. he's been absolutely fantastic and I think he's one of the reasons um, why Rangers have been have been so consistent uh, mm-hmm. this season and also Scotland I, I think he, he's the type of player who um, he forms partnerships quite quickly mm-hmm. um, and I think it's a bit of a dream to, to play with him in the midfield so he's been fantastic he's, he's at the right club for him um, and yeah he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's a good player he plays well yeah, yeah, definitely a solid player and a solid option for Rangers to have. Um, looking at the other attackers, um, I've just seen Craig Stewart's name. I, c- I can't believe he's still at Rangers. Um, I presume he's not getting any game time. Um, yeah. You were about to say something as well. Um, I think, obviously, a, a Birmingham fan yourself as well. Um, Greg Stewart, how, do you think he's an, an average footballer? Oh, Greg Stewart, man, dear, oh dear, it's, it's, it pains me. Um, I actually was doing work experience at a place in Dundee uh, the week that uh, Greg Stewart moved to Birmingham. Mm-hmm. And uh, we actually interviewed Greg Stewart. We actually spoke to him. Um, they, they took me to Dens, um, which was amazing. Uh-huh. And, you know, they, they, they made out that I was a spy. And, and everyone was really excited because it's a big move for Greg Stewart. We were doing mm-hmm. all right at the time. Yeah. And for games, he played, he played okay. But he, he just... He just was he was just rubbish. And it just did not work for him and he, he kind of landed on his feet moving to Rangers, but it's not really it's not really worked out for him, has it? Yeah. Do you think it's time for him to move on, Josh? Uh, Greg Stewart? Yeah, yeah I, I mean you've even reminded me he was actually on the squad there. I, <laughs> you forgot him. <laughs> yeah, I've 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 not seen him get game time in a while and uh, mm-hmm. I don't I don't think he's Rangers quality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and obviously Jermaine Defoe there, we, we know how good Jermaine Defoe is, the, the pedigree he came in with. Um, do you think that pedigree um, is, is is easy to see, uh, Josh, as a player, even at, even at the age of 38? I, you can see even even when he brings him in the squad, he's always, he always puts in a shift and mm-hmm. everyone says he's that player you want in the six-yard box. And mm-hmm. he's also a player that I think the younger boys can... You know, drive off of it. He's he's an excellent player having the squad. I think. Yeah. 
with that experience, he brings quite a lot to the squad. Yeah. Whenever he decides to leave Rangers, I'd happily take him back at Sunderland. I miss Jermaine Defoe so much. He was, he was such a good player for us. That that goal against Newcastle, oh, it's it was just yeah magical. I think when he was when he was with us, I was you always knew you were going to score a goal, and I think Rangers fans can feel that as well. That when he's on the park, you you always I think opposition always feel threatened um, that that he he could, could just pop in with a goal. Um, looking at the other players, Cedric Kitten, he was signed in the summer. Do do you think he's a he's a solid player and a player to to be the the long term heir um, at the club? I think he's he's got off to a slowish start, mm-hmm. um, but there's been times where he's performed really well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. He needs to get a run of games consistently. I mean, he's in and out of the squad now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think when he gets over in the consistent games, we'll need to see if he can prove himself. I don't think he's had enough game time, but he has showed glimpses. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Ruth would be the man to... Yeah. Morelos leaves. Uh, Ruth is that man you're going to stick up front mm-hmm. and rely on. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Ronan, do you think Kimar Ruth is a, is, a, is a really good player? Obviously, he came in from Leeds. Um, or no, Anderlecht came in from, but he was at Leeds beforehand as well. Do you think he's a he's a really good player for Rangers to have for, for a future Champions League push in, in the groups? Um, yeah, like, in my opinion, like, take away the old firm match on uh, Saturday because he was nowhere to be seen in that game. But mm. apart from that, like, I think he's actually been Rangers' best player. Mm-hmm. In the last couple of months, uh, like that goal against Motherwell to go one each, that was such an important goal. Mm-hmm. Um, he seems to be spurring the team on right now, and he's doing things that, um, as a Celtic fan, I don't want to see him doing. <laughs> but um, yeah. yes, he's doing he's doing good things at, at Rangers, uh, including scoring a half a goal for the halfway line in the Europa mm-hmm. League. But uh, no, he seems like a good player. But um, I don't. I, 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 he seems like a good player but I don't know what he was like when he was in the championship Theo probably knows more about him before he moved to Anderlecht yeah um, that, no that's that, that's that's understandable um, I think Kimar Roof is, is is a solid player um, a, a player that's a, a really talented player for Rangers to have going forward um, and yeah I, I think Rangers fans once they've when they've got him they've got goals in, in their side um, you were saying Morelos there, there, Josh. You were saying Morelos is. T- it's time for him to move on. Where, where do you think he's going to go in his career now? That, um, obviously he's kind of burnt some bridges at Rangers and 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 kind of not shown that he's he's really uh, able to stay stay at the club. Um, I mean, he's not disciplined. You know, he's they've they've came out and said uh, he's worked on he's worked on this and that, but um, you know, he, he just doesn't look like he's wanting to be there this year. Um, I think there's been talking going in Nice. Um, or is it Will? Sorry, Will was put mm. enough bids for him. Okay. Um, that's where he might end up in the summer. Uh, but the only thing that I think uh, would make him stay is obviously what he's wanted is Champions League football. Mm. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know. We'll just see in the summer where he ends up. But um, yeah. I think I think they made a the mistake not getting bigger money when mm. they could. Yeah, because because what what kind of obviously like he was. Um, yeah, it's it's like I think Rangers could have got easily over what what, what kind of the price tags were you talking about um, beforehand? Um, I think it was like near fifteen million, was it? Um, for 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 Morelos or was it? Oh, was that... Twenty million plus. Um, yeah, so I, I think it's much 
going to be now. Obviously, he's scored like three goals this year. Yeah, it just it yeah that's just poor business in my opinion from, from yeah. Rangers. They really really um, mucked up there. I think they really should have got rid of Morelos earlier. Um, with with signings of 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 Kimar Roof and Yad Jermaine Defoe, um, I think you already had goals there. So I think to sell them on earlier would have been better. Um, and to reinvest that money, um, as you were saying, um. Theo, um, do you think Morelos he'll end up in a in a top five league? Obviously, uh, Josh was mentioning Lille there of, of putting a bid. Um, do you think he's where do you think he's going to end up? He's not good enough for for a lot of leagues. Um, he's not that good. I'm so surprised he's turned into the player he has. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think he's. I look at him. I think he's a really limited player. Mm-hmm. Really limited. He misses more chances than he scores. And yeah, he's he's a conundrum. The fact he's come from Helsinki. And he's done what he's done at Rangers. I was actually thinking about it the other day, and it, it's mind-boggling. I think he'll end up in France um, because mm-hmm. it's a bit slower for him, um, etc. He's just not got the temperament mm-hmm. to be a player who plays in a top club. Mm-hmm. If he was in the Premier League, he'd, he'd flop big time. Um, I really think he would. I think Rangers... I personally think Rangers were smart not not selling him. They couldn't guarantee Kamar Roof was going to hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. Same with Cedric Itton. And they know that he scores goals. He doesn't score goals against Celtic, which, you know, that, mm-hmm. that highlights he's got something clearly wrong with him. Um, but I think Rangers will be lucky to get £10 million for him at the moment because mm-hmm. he's really firing. Maybe a, maybe a move to the Bundesliga, to one of the clubs who... Mm-hmm. You know, I think personally, Schalke would be a good move for him if they were to no, stay up. I, I, well, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't say Schalke. I would say someone maybe like Frankfurt. I think Frankfurt have always been I, that. Not good, not good enough for Eintracht Frankfurt. Mm. I, I think it, I think you go for a team that goes for more kind of them kind of players that are off the cuff that that likes of obviously Sebastian Haller in the past and and um, Luka Jovic obviously have had them kind kinds of players. I think maybe maybe. Um, Morales could could do maybe a job as a squad player even in, in their club he's not obviously scored anywhere near as many goals this season as he has in the past mm. um, Josh will probably know the answer to this one the best but do you think uh, the only reason he's been playing this season we only have three goals I think he's only been playing consistently is because Rangers want to sell him in January so they can keep his price tag up I, th- I think that's one of the reasons um, simply not been good enough this season. Yeah, he's he's not, and I think a lot of Rangers fans were surprised he actually started um, the old firm. I, I was I was shocked when he brought Roof off, but then I heard that uh, Roof apparently tweaked his hamstring or something, uh, so I just wanted to bring him off because I would personally I wouldn't have had him starting against Celtic because it, it, he scored one goal and he, he was on a run of like ten games. I think scoring and he gets straight into the starting lineup. So I I think that I think that is with it as they try to play him to try and keep his price tag up. Because mm-hmm. if they're not playing him, they're not getting much money yep. in, in summer. So yeah, that's where they want to sell him. Yeah. Yeah, no, I think that's gonna be the case. Um I think Morelos is, is needing to leave the club. Um we obviously said about Gerard if he was to to move on, he he could go to a top club. Is there anyone in particular that you would want to replace him if he was to leave Josh is there anyone that spurs uh, that comes to the top of your head that that could maybe maybe take the reins at, at, at Rangers um if Gerard was to leave there's there's no one I'd won over him like right now that the main mm. thing you'd want to keep him but I think some as Ronan said there are some like Eddie Howe mm-hmm. that that's he's one of the only like candidates available to know that 
you could imagine coming to a club like yeah. Rangers because mm-hmm. um, there's, there's talk of like Gordon Stratton that going to sell oh, it back no. <laughs> come on yeah. like Howe's probably yeah. one of the only ones yeah. I think Gerard will do one more season then he'll go I think right. he'll want okay. to go like, I think he'll want to go he, in the Champions League yeah, yeah if he wins the league I think he'll want a shot in the Champions League and then right. and then maybe after next season he'll think about moving on Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that that's possibly going to be the case. He might want that that opportunity to manage them in the Champions League. That's 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 a good way to 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 wrap up those two teams. We'll we'll cover what um a couple of other teams were saying. Motherwell, um, they've now they've now sacked their manager. Is there anyone that's um Ronan? Do you know anyone that in particular that could maybe take over there? Well, there's that like I was saying earlier, uh, Stephen Robinson. That's a big role to fill. As much as have not been good this season, he finished he finished. Uh, high last season got Motherwell in a Europa League spot but um, really, the only one that I've seen at the moment is the rumours that John John Kennedy which is Celtic's mm-hmm. number two Yeah, uh, I think he's quite highly rated as I say um, mm-hmm. so he's I don't know who else would maybe possibly come in to be honest um, mm-hmm. but it's a good opportunity definitely yeah for yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah I think if, if Kennedy um, was if if him and Lennon were to leave um, Celtic, um, I think Kennedy, yeah, he could take a take over a job at, at, at a lower club and prove prove himself um, as as a first team manager. Um, the other clubs, Aberdeen third, they're they're always usually the, the the third team in the league and never really challenging the top two. Um, that that's sad to say. I've got a soft spot for Aberdeen. I've, I was born up north, um, so I've got a soft spot for Aberdeen as 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 a as the Scottish club. Um, and I think Derek McInnes, I think maybe it's time to move on personally. I think he's done a good job, but he's, he's never, it's never progressing anywhere. Um, so maybe it's time to look for someone else. Um, Theo, would you agree with that? Do you think that it's time for Derek McInnes to be moving on from Aberdeen now? Oh, absolutely. Clear off, man. I can't, I can't, I can't stand the bloke. Mm. I can't stand him. He offers absolutely nothing. Um, they're going backwards every season. Mm. Um, backwards every season. If it wasn't for, 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 um, a PE teacher virtually um, last season in Sam Cosgrove. Aberdeen probably would have finished sixth. Um, I just think Aberdeen, the, the Aberdeen have actually got a really good owner um, and one who mm-hmm. who um, I've listened to him on Talksport and he's he's been really good, especially over this this period. And it's a club that you know it, it's got quite a prosperous it's a prosperous area, which obviously mm-hmm. doesn't often mean much. They've got a bit of cash. That uh, I think they're moving to a new stadium or, or yeah. they have it. McInnes is, he's not the man to take them forward. And really, in my opinion, I think he should have bridged the gap a lot more than, than should have been done, especially the years Rangers weren't as dominant. Um, and and they just they just flatter to deceive all the time. They, mm-hmm. They're just a really poor club. Any club that gets to a cup final and never wins it, even though they're up against stronger opposition, you've got to be asking what what's the point. And it's, 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 it's a number of um, finals and semi-finals they've got to, and they've never really pushed it. So, um, yeah, I think it's time probably to move on. And with the new stadium, um, I think Stuart Mill needs to make a decision on on who he's going to go for as, as as his new manager because I think that if Derek McInnes was to stay there, I don't think, as you said, they're going backwards, um, personally. It's almost like he's yeah. to leave. He's been offered loads of jobs. Yeah, it was, I, I remember he was offered the Sunderland job at one point when before he we got Jack Ross. As well, before mm-hmm. before Gerard. Yeah. Right, okay. And it's like, yeah. I, I think he's scared to leave Aberdeen. Yeah. I do. 
Yeah, I think I think that might be the case. He's a bit scared, but I think that Aberdeen as a football club need to be looking for better and for a, a person to maybe put more challenge in the league and and to do better in the cup competitions and and actually win them. Um, because the, if if Hearts are making a final, um, from from the second tier, um, and I know we we know we all know Hearts are really a top tier team, but coming from being in second division, teams like Aberdeen they they should be really getting further than than teams in the second division it's it's clear to see um hibs as well they're doing really well this season under jack ross um do we think that they could maybe make a push as well do you think they're going to be in the top four this season um i'll go to josh first do you think hibs are going to finish yeah. in the top four yeah i think hibs will um i think they've got a good squad made some great signings kevin nisbet's been excellent for mm-hmm. them this year yeah um Boyle has been excellent. Dodge, start though. They've got a good squad all rounded. Yeah, um, I think that I think they'll come forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Do you think they'll so that they're going to come forward over Aberdeen? Um, yeah, I think that's that's a real possibility. Um, really is. Um, looking at the surprise packages this season, Livingston and, and Dundee United. Um, Ronan, do you, do you think they've got a chance to 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 push the other the third and fourth as well? No, I don't think they'll push them. I, st- yeah. I, th- I still think the likes of um, Hibs, Aberdeen, you're sort of, you would say Motherwell would be there as well, but it depends what happens with them with their new manager because they're not they're sitting in tenth now. But mm-hmm. no, I like I think uh, they'll be your mid table teams. I don't actually think Dundee United have played that well since they've come up. To mm-hmm. tell you the truth, mm-hmm. um, they've got Lauren Shankland, but he's even struggling because he's not getting any. He's not nobody's. He's not getting fed by the rest of his team, mm-hmm. so he's struggling as well. Yeah. But um, no, like I definitely, I, I can still see Hibs getting third, and yeah. I can see them getting third and Aberdeen being thereabouts as well. Yeah. Mm, yeah, yeah. I think that, that that's the thing. Livingston um doing really well at the moment. They've they actually look better than Dundee United based on goal difference. They've only got minus one compared to Dundee United's minus ten. Um, so that they are doing really well Livingston for, for, for a small club um, looking at the other teams um, quickly uh, Kilmarnock not having a great season 8th at the moment um, I think ever since Steve Clark left them they've they've really dropped down um, really not found their feet again um, and the, 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 the relegation battle at the moment um, do we think Ross County Motherwell Hamilton um, St Johnston as well who, who, who out of those four clubs um, boys who, who do we think that is going to be in the bottom two or or the, who's going to go down and who's going to be obviously in that that kind of uh, playoff as well? Every year, you say Hamilton are going down and they always seem to stay up. Mm-hmm. So I think it will be Ross County that will go down because I still think Brian Rice will keep Hamilton up. He seems to be able to f- figure a way to keep them up every season. So I think it will be Ross County. Mm-hmm. And do we think Motherwell are going to going to be the team to be in that playoff? Theo, what's your opinion of of Motherwell? Do you think they're going to be the ones to be in the playoff, or do you think Hamilton will be in that playoff? I actually think it'll be Motherwell or Saint Mirren. To be honest, it depends what happens right, with okay. Hamilton. As Ronan said, they they they're remarkable, absolutely remarkable. The fact they stay up every season, mm-hmm. um, I think Hamilton will be okay. They've actually got a half decent squad. Um, you've got to think that Saint Johnston, especially with Stevie May. Mm-hmm. And goals, they'll probably just be all right. Kilmarnock, they'll weather it. I think Motherwell uh, or St. Mirren. Um, but I, I just wanted to shout out Livingston. What team they've got. Mm-hmm. You've seen some of the players they've got. They've got um, J. Emmanuel Thomas. Right. Uh, you know, F.E. Ambrose, Sibold. Oh, right. Unbelievable. 
They might win the league next season. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, that's that's a bit far, but I think if they can, yeah, if they can sustain where they are um, for a few seasons, I, I definitely think they could push the top, um, the top into the top three, third and fourth places of, of Aberdeen and Hibs. Um, I definitely think Livingston can maybe do that. Um, I think, yeah, I think Ross, there's only five points, as you're saying, you think St Mirren will get dragged into it. St Mirren are seventh. They're only five points between seventh and twelfth. So I think, yeah, I think Ross County, I think, will go down. Um, they're, they're always a team that go up and down from, from the, the championship and the premiership. Um, and yeah, it's it's a tough one. Who who's going to be there? Um, obviously, Motherwell. If they get a new manager, um, it'll be interesting to see what they can do. Maybe maybe improve their their form. Um, but yeah, it's it's going to be a tight one. Um, Motherwell, okay, they've got a good enough squad to stay up. Yeah, yeah, I, I think they have got a good enough squad to stay up. But I think if you're always in a slump, um, it's hard to get out of. So you never know what'll what'll happen. Do we think Hearts are going to come up then, boys, for for the automatic promotion um, as the number one team from the championship? I definitely, I think Hearts will come back up. They've got a really strong squad, and I think if the season ended, I mean, I don't think they would have went down. Yeah, yeah. They should win that league. It's closed. Yeah, they really should. Yeah, the the competition there is good. I think Dunfermline are a good team. That that, but they've always been a team that have just languished after. Did they did they get administrated or or like it was something to do with points deduction? I think back in the day, uh, Dunfermline. Um, I think they they've been struggling ever since really. Um, but if but they're second at the moment, so hopefully they can um be in the playoff chances of the playoffs. Um, Dundee and Rafe Rover as well at the moment. Um, but you've got like some Morton in there, uh, Inverness. Um, and a few other teams in there there as well. So and 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 your boys are both they're bottom of the league, Theo. Um, so they they look like they're going to go back down to yeah, the. It'll be a tough. It'll be staying up last season for our bros was one heck of an achievement. But this mm-hmm. season, with them and Alloa being the only part-time teams in the country, it's going to be a tall order to stay up. Yeah, definitely. Well, that's a good way to wrap up today's pod, guys. I think that's been a, a good coverage of, of the Scottish Premiership um, and and obviously the two big Glasgow teams. I think we've, we've delved into them where we think they could do with some improvements uh, in their team. Um, and yeah, it looks like Rangers are going to stop Celtic with that 10 in a row now. I think Rangers are back to where they belong. Um, which, which, yeah, a lot of people um, aren't happy about. Some some rivals like Ronan um, isn't happy about. But you, Josh, as as a fan, you must be like it must be a dream to you uh, to have your team back to where they belong. I uh, just want to get over the line. Then, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, definitely. Well. That's that's a good way to wrap up today's pod. Um, thanks all for listening um, to, 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 to today's episode. Thanks to Josh, our guest, obviously, for coming on. It was good to have you yeah. on, mate. Have me. Yeah, n- yeah, no problem. Hopefully we'll have you on again um, at some stage, um, maybe uh, towards the end of the season we'll, we'll, where we'll do a review, um, maybe at some point of Rangers um, or, or maybe another Scottish episode in the future. Yeah, and thanks again, guys, for listening. Don't forget to follow us on... Um, all of our platforms on podbean.com on Spotify we're also coming to iTunes very shortly that's waiting to get approved so hopefully we'll be on iTunes as well um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and on our Twitter as well with uh, Theo um, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at that and it's looking a bit bare at the moment so I'm, I'm, I'm counting on you to, to maybe add some controversy and get all the Twitter haters um, over to the pod so they can listen to us um, so that's your job mate 
Oh, not again. Okay. Cool. <laughs> yeah, that, that's your job. I, I'll, I'll, I'll let Ronan help you with that as well. That's I'll, I'll leave that to used to used to have to be onto the onto the Twitter and and causing some controversy as well. Um, don't forget to to tell your family, your friends, your work colleagues, your schoolmates, anyone that you know people that you play football with about the podcast uh, to go and give it a listen um, and hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll start growing even more so. Um, so thanks again for listening and we'll catch you later. Bye for now.